podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Matt Lenehan Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Start, Forge Irish Stout and Freebets.com. We're here, the returning Robbie Davis Jr. Robbie, how's things? Obviously, you're looking fine for today, having a bit of a move round. Excited to be back? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, must have been six, six months after the injury. I was back on my feet, getting moving again. Been doing a lot of, like, fitness thing but not boxing do you know what I mean to keep me keep my hands in and um, now a few offers are on the table so I've um, started getting myself moving started looking at coaching managing stuff like that and then um, ready to get back in there now It's been a difficult road back for you I think you were sort of riding that wave of momentum you had a terrific knockout victory and then obviously that injury happened with you and I know how long that was taking you to get back and you put a lot into coming back. How sort of difficult has that process been just to get back into a boxing ring with the possibility of coming back? Yeah, well it was like it was like I was on a comeback trail before yeah. the injury and it was all going it was all going good. I was picking up momentum, um, fought like world title challenges, fought Olympians and I was really getting my momentum going and then I meant to be fighting the world number one in Paddo to get a late replacement. I get clipped with a shot, go over and my leg snaps. You just couldn't write it. Um, and that just completely blew me off the face of the earth. I've lost my ranking and all the rankings, even on BoxRec. They just like completely dismissed me for everything I've already done. Mm. There's kids that are like 10 and 0 and only fought journeyman that are ahead of me now, do you know what I mean? So um, I feel like if I am going to do it, I've got a point to prove and I don't want to be going into like mm-hmm. fights, fighting duck eggs. I want to be going straight back into proper fights, but luckily enough, um, I've got a couple on the table now. Um, just got to <coughs> see what works out and what's best, and hopefully I'll be out by April, May time. What is it for you now in this game that you want to, to achieve? Obviously, every boxer has their goals, ambitions. Um, it's not always a smooth road, and yours has been, like you said, you were on that comeback trail, and I mean... <laughs> I say it's just boxing because stuff like that just happens, but it's the cruelest of sports at times. But what is it you're wanting to sort of get out of these next sort of, I don't know, 18 months plus? Yeah, I think with, I think with like I've already won everything else, and obviously I think like a world title might be a, a step away from me now because of all the young guns coming through and obviously the big promotions pushing their fighters and things like that. But um, it, I think I think at the moment this next fight is going to be for a clearer mind. Um, just because I had, um, I've had a lot of people write me off, say my age, everything, taking everything into account, um, and I just don't believe that's the case. I believe it was just a fluke accident, um, but you just couldn't write. And um, once I prove that and prove it to myself, then I'll see where to go. I'll see how I perform. I'll see where it is that my opponent is, and I'll see what step I'm going to next from there. Is it about more just, you mentioned obviously, I know you've been back here doing a bit, but and when you have an injury like that, it's about getting to fight night and you know doing what you need to do after that recovery, or are you got full confidence in it now kind of thing? No, definitely, like anyone that follows me on social media, like when everyone was out on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I was running a double marathon, do you know what I mean? I'm, um, I'm raising money for Claire's house for um, doing my first ultra marathon, which is 50, um, I'm doing that. Um, in about six weeks' time, so if you if you can't do that on on my ankle, I don't You're fine. Then basically, yeah, basically it's fine. Do you know what I mean? So there'll be no excuses on my behalf. 
is this going to be you coming back then with that? You mentioned there with a the point to prove, but do you fight better with that? Maybe that chip on your shoulder, that back against the wall sort yeah, of mentality. Anyway, you seem to always do when you when it's sort of called upon or needs to be. You seem to rise to the occasion better. I don't want. I actually said this to someone just in conversation not so long ago. It's because every time I've like been beat, lost my contract, and the very next fight, I'm like, like whoever my manager's been at the time, I've been like, get me anyone. Like I, when I have that chip on my shoulder and I don't have any contract to like think, oh, well, even if I lose, I've got another fight. I know it's a terrible way to think, um, but you're like, you safety feel you, gone, you, the, when the safety net's gone, that I, feel, I always feel like that's when I perform my best. Have you seen anyone you want to share the ring with names out there? I'm not asking you to call any names because you, I know you're on the comeback, but would you want to run that fight back um, and obviously get climb up there to challenge the likes of Aparo and all these other guys again? So I'm wrong, like if, um, if there was any like an international fight, like I feel like that was a fight that could still be made if like I get myself back up and running. I know uh, Paro's a good fighter and he's probably gonna look at fighting a world title now, but if they come back to the UK and like they want me to fight a bit, like I'd like to fight someone like Harlem Eubank. Um yeah. there's a uh, there's been talks about that fight. Um and then they've went missing and then they've come back again. Mm. So I think they can't make up their minds. I don't I think it's like Maybe his team won and he doesn't, or the other way around, or he wants and his team don't. I don't know what it is, but I've had a few phone calls in regards to that fight, and nothing's come of it just yet. But that's one that's yeah, on the radar. but it's on my radar, like um, and I'll be looking to um, entertain it if it comes my way. Yeah, there's a few fighters out there as well, and obviously Paro shared the ring with I think last was it Montana Love. Yeah. I think he got the victory over. Obviously, he's he's a name in the states, well international, and that big of fighter as well. Yeah, I've, um, I've actually been offered fights internationally in America. Um, that could be a route to go as well. Um, I'm just obviously seeing what comes up in the UK first. Uh, ideally, I would like to fight in the UK because I'm terrified of flying. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of heights and that. <laughs> Don't like anything like that. But um, the, uh, I, I, the no aspirations yeah, for MSG. Then. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I, I just say, give me a sleeping pill. I'll get there. But the tension of having a like a big fight is 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 hard enough and then getting on a plane before it uh, send me head west but um, I'll just see what comes of it first uh, and last last one for me obviously there was a fight announced yesterday Josh Taylor Jack Cattrall um, excuse me ignorance I'm not sure of the weight yet um, just been sent no, through it is, but one, it is 140, I, I 140. Read, yeah, yeah it is at 140 yeah what do, what do you make of that fight obviously the, a rematch um, a lot of controversy surrounding the first one Josh since then has obviously fought um, Tiafimo Lopez no, Shemin losing to him. He was Tia was brilliant on the night. Yeah. What do you think happens in this rematch? Uh, in the first fight, um, I thought Josh was going to win. I was proven wrong. Jack performed brilliant, and I thought Jack won convincingly. But like, if you look at like past, like through the careers, like I've I've never like not discrediting him. Mean, he's a great fighter, Jack. But I've never been like wild by him. Where Josh Taylor, when he was coming through and he was winning all the belt titles, like wow. So like if that Josh Taylor throw ever shows up again, like he he's the man to beat. Do you know what I mean? But even if he's only less than ninety percent of that Josh Taylor, it won't be enough to beat Jack Cattrall because Jack's got a, a I wouldn't say an awkward style, but he's got a, a style that works for him and it works against regardless of each opponent, no matter how they fight, what style they are, it's for them to like fix that jigsaw and see what they can do with it. And if they can't Jack will just pinch away with the rounds and just do his thing and run away with it. But I feel if the Josh Taylor of old is still in there somewhere, it could be it could yeah. be a very hard night.
going to be a good fight, good build-up. Um, well, look, Robbie, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Um, I know you're wanting to shoot off, so I appreciate you giving me some of your time. Um, we look forward to seeing you back in the ring doing your thing and hopefully back on the on another comeback trail. And another, and another. <laughs> you yeah. won't get rid of me. <laughs> I appreciate your time, bud. Nice, Sports Social Podcast Network.